another episode of Football Asides. I'm your host, Guo, and today I'm joined by three lovely humans. Uh, to my left, which you can see, this is a young <laughs> medium. This is Julian. Julian, welcome. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me, Guo. Uh, across the table for me is another good friend, Santi. Santi, welcome to the pod. Thank you, Guo. Longtime fan. Happy to be on. And a second appearance, <laughs> a second cup, shall we say, for the good friend Wes. Wes, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so we want to talk about season's predictions. Uh, most of Europe's big five and other leagues are back, it, although it does seem like France has been back for eight years now. But we want to talk some predictions and how we see the season going. But before we get started... All four of us are in a fantasy league together. So the starting question is, please, where are you finishing this season in our league? Solid seventh place. <laughs> That'd be a victory for me, I think. Seven out of 12, I would be happy with that. Mid-table, can I ride Calvert-Lewin? To That's right. A top three finish. We'll see. My eggs are certainly in that basket, though. <laughs> <laughs> His eggs are in the basket, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty nervous. I think, uh, I think again, a top four finish would be electric, but we'll see what happens. Qualify for Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah, I am shooting for that solid mid-table fifth finish, you know? Like Best the, of the rest. None of us have deluded ourselves into thinking we'd all have a chance to win. It's good. Julian, you got first this week. What do you mean? You had the most points. Wow, that shows the level, the level of attention. <laughs> <laughs> Two tasty matchups on Monday, though. We'll see. I know. I'm shake it up. Uh, Brighton-Chelsea, right? Brighton-Chelsea and Wolves-Sheffield. My boys. The boys. Shout West is boys. Know, three-year extension. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely drafted four players. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm. Okay, so let's get started on other predictions where we will inevitably be wrong uh, <laughs> by December. But nonetheless, these are fun to make. And let's start with Julian. Julian, do you have a prediction or take for us on this season? Boy, do I. <laughs> well, I have many predictions. You know, I spend most uh, most waking moments of my life just thinking about uh, how the season is going to go. And I think about it from lots of different angles. But uh, one thing, a lot of people who know me, which is probably very few podcast listeners, uh, they know that I'm a big Derby fan. I'm, I'm a fan of Derby County in the second division of English football, but I'm also half Belgian on my dad's side. And so my first prediction is a prediction about the Belgian national team and the Belgian football scene in general. Um, and so I think most people know that Belgium had this kind of great golden generation, right? We had... Everybody knows. Everyone knows. It's common knowledge. <laughs> you don't know, do you watch? Um, but, you know, we had Hazard and De Bruyne and, uh, you know, defensively, you had the Vertonghen, uh, Odeweireld, company, this kind of really strong, solid Slain team. The world the Fellaini's of the world, the wheat cells of the world. Um, but now, you know, that golden generation is aging out a bit. Company just retired this summer. Um, Fellaini moved over to China. Vertonghen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Vert- is the company getting a statue at City? He, I don't know if it's confirmed, but he, he should. If he doesn't get one, it's an injustice. Okay, we'll build um, him one nonetheless. <laughs> I'll make a baby mache one. <laughs> they don't make one for him. That commentary moment when he banged in that. Oh my god, against Leicester. When you want your statue, <laughs> but in the middle of the page. You gotta do it now, yeah. That's right. So, anyway, so Belgium is kind of in this transitional period, right? And the question is whether or not the infrastructure has been built to sustain kind of a prolonged period of 
playing a bit above our size and our means as a country. And so my prediction for this season is that Belgium is going to undergo this transition. You know, the Euro has been pushed back a year, which is a loss in a certain sense. Company won't play in the Euro for us. But I think it's going to really kind of let this new class get shepherded in. We have some exciting young players, both in the starting 11 level and in the youth level. So starting 11, you know, Tielman's coming in. Denis Preit, Castagne, all these three players at Leicester. We have a new kind of Belgian contingent in the Prem. Jason Denier coming through at Lyon. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a good player. He played very well in the Champions League. Yeah, that's right. Trossard at Brighton. Dargan Azar at Dortmund is kind of really coming into his own. Yeah, the Azar. That's right. <laughs> and there's a third Azar. <laughs> there's actually like, a fourth. There's, there's all these Azars. I feel like Azar is to Belgium what Dembele is to France. <laughs> it's like they're just everywhere. That's right. Well, Dembele is not just to France, right? It's just to French-speaking countries. I would, that yeah. was actually something I, I don't know the origin of, because there's Dembele's in Belgium, too. Musa. Yeah. Oh, what, that is true. Why, why is it such a, a common last name? I mean, just, is uh, it just more a common last name? Is there nothing more to it than that? Just the guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just the guy looking at another guy, asking him why what so many dudes are named Dembella. Why is it called of Dembella? So anyway, my prediction is really that Belgium uh, has a more exciting future, I think, than a lot of people uh, have have attributed to it and there's a lot of young players but i've said enough names so i'm not going to read off my list do you have a call on where they will finish in the season oh, sorry in, in the, the euros Euro? yeah i think we could win oh that is a take please take notes for when he's wrong so I, you can I, let I, him know i mean, remember the bets right now <laughs> here's the thing right like this is this is the last <laughs> real shot of this golden generation right the only player from the golden generation who won't be playing in the euro this summer you know barring injury will not is company who retired right mm -hmm. Everyone else is still playing. Vissel is still at a high level. I have a secret nagging hope that he's going to recall Fellini, who's retired internationally. Um, but all those guys, you know, Moussa Dembele, Nangland, those guys are gone, but Nangland never really featured in the first place. But this is the last chance. Hey, for, for this we don't team. know how Roger Nangland is going to kick off. Well, well uh, Martinez hates him because he smokes cigarettes. Yeah. He won't, okay. he won't play him. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we too hate smoking. The odds, uh, the favorite twin right now is England. Followed really? It's coming Belgium. home. <laughs> I mean, I would say two. France is the favorite right now. France is third. They're sure. plus so uh, betting. I don't know if I have to explain Let's that. take a second right now just to very quickly talk about how France as a national team has no weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. And they have about four players worth of depth in every position. Yeah. Yes. It's an unbelievable So you're saying team. we should hammer France right now with these odds. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> yeah. just take out a second mortgage. <laughs> put it all on France. Yeah, but I also I, I also don't don't trust the French. <laughs> I mean, you used to be able to rely on like a training field, just whole bust up situation with the French team, but they seem to oh, actually be time. getting along. What a beautiful yeah. World Cup that was! <laughs> <laughs> South Africa, that's what. Anelka, dude. But you think the the, the potential Beneliga, dude? I could foster. The next crop exciting idea. of uh, youngsters. The, the feasibility study I'm reading just now was mm -hmm. led by the wood. Oh, really? They're everywhere. Come Tentacles. Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> Glad I work there. <laughs> Why are you putting my shit on blast? <laughs> I personally <laughs> love it. I think Deloitte is amazing and, you know, a dark horse for the 2021 Europe. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
Okay. Yes, if that that's all on the Belgians, right? So yeah, I mean, yes, that's my prediction. Unless we want you to read wa- us in terms, watch, watch, watch out for the for the young Belgian players. Jeremy Doku, mark my words, that's a player. <laughs> he played super well in he the very Nations well. League. He had a very nice goal. Jeremy Doku and Yari Versharen. That's the next the next generation. That's the next. Jeremy, I'm saying that right, Jeremy Doku. Doku, yeah. He, uh, he's like 19, right? He might not even be 19. He might be 18 or 19. All right. This is a lot of infants going about. <laughs> a lot of Belgians. Okay. So that's my, my prediction. Uh, Santi, do you have any predictions for us? Sure. Yeah. First, I mean, <laughs> full disclosure, I am speaking into a flower right now. It helps. Um, but yes, full disclosure, I do support Manchester United in the Premier League. Uh, I'm aligned. Values aligned with our host. Um, this is so, why he's on. I'm thinking <laughs> a lot about the upcoming season for the beloved Red Devils, and I'm I'm, I'm willing to go out on a limb if, if that's could even be said, and say that Henderson will feature in the league uh, by game week six of the latest, with De Gea probably playing early round Champions League. Wow! Uh, I think Ole has backed him has has backed De Gea. That is, um, I don't there's a point where you know no fans could be. Could be too upset, uh, saying that he hasn't given him a fair shake, and I think one mistake, and and Hendo will slot right in, and he'll do great. And I think, man, I my blood was boiling not seeing <laughs> Romero. I think it was disrespect to not play <laughs> Romero <laughs> towards the end of those final rounds of the Europa and some of the matchups. To be fair, I'm with you. Um, and he's, oh, man, he's he will miss him. I think <laughs> I miss him. <laughs> Uh, the Argentine side of me certainly does already, but uh, I'm excited. I think we, I think we're in good hands. Um, You're excited. You're upset about Romero. Imagine how upset I was about Lee Grant not getting. <laughs> I think that's an interesting shout. Um, De Gea did just do quite well for Spain in the whatever last bacho friendly. He looked like really, it looked pretty really solid. For Right towards the end of the year. <laughs> Great. That's coming out too. But you both are very vocally frustrated. <laughs> oh, I don't disagree. Yeah. I just think that uh, the signing of Henderson might be like the right competition that he needs. Because like before that, right, it wasn't like he was ever threatened that Henderson, sorry, Sergio Romero yeah. was going to start in uh, the Prem. Let's not dismiss the existential threat that was Anders Lindergaard. <laughs> 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 he's lurking. He's lurking. we all know that there was that two month period where David De Gea could not sleep an hour a night because of <laughs> Sam Johnstone keeping him awake right? so keeper competition has long been a mainstay at Manchester United anyways <laughs> that's all to say I'm in agreement I'm not sure if he'll make a feature that soon but I think the moment he gives up a high profile era and then Henderson will probably be given a shot which will be exciting because he's a good keeper and I think, at least for the English fans, they will have that to look up to. Do you, is it your guys feeling, United fans who have watched De Gea week in, week out, that he has been kind of damaged since that um, that Spain-Portugal match in 2018? That, to me, was kind of the big... That was a bad match. Do you remember right? the one where he conceded that Ronaldo goal? The yeah. One that, that yeah, right out of him. Yeah. Yeah, the and, one with and, the Ronaldo hiking up his fence. I guess that's most Ronaldo free kicks. <laughs> but no, it wasn't the... He conceded the free kick, yeah. but then he conceded a shot from outside the box. It just went... Threw him like yeah. you know water through a sponge, um, so <laughs> slippery smooth on the mat, ladies and gentlemen. It, uh, <laughs> to me, it seems kind of just like he's uh, he's mentally not there, which as a goalie, you know, is everything. Yeah, the speculation was that his contract situation was distracting him, but then we 
gave him that. But he didn't know. A lot of money. Gave him a lot of money. No. A lot yeah. of coins are being spent. That's, what the, that's, what, the tra- that's what the tractor and noodle sponsorships are for. Hey, thank you, Edward. Those tractor and noodle sponsorships have kept us paying all our staff through COVID. So yeah, unlike uh, unlike Daniel Levy. <laughs> God. Although they were offered a job cleaning, like what was the thing, like groundskeepers at his private estate. Do you remember that? In, uh, at the beginning of COVID, I might have missed this. He uh, Daniel Levy was like, "We can't keep paying. Like we have six hundred, you know, people, whatever." But he's like, "Some of you guys can come and like tend to my private grounds." <laughs> oh God, that's so tone deaf. Christ. Yeah, Daniel Levy knows a deal when he sees one, though. All right, and that's from <laughs> Santa, guys. Watch out for Henderson to make an appearance by Game Six. Mm. All right, can't wait for you to be wrong on Game Seven. <laughs> Stay tuned. Wesley, any thoughts on the season? Yeah, so full disclosure, I'm the newest soccer fan far and away. There's four <laughs> people here. But I have the team that I follow pretty closely. Wolves, <laughs> Wolves, Rams, and Wanderers. Um, I have this girl. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they're a really fun team. And they just signed this dude, Fabio Silva, who's Portuguese. And you watch his highlight tape, and he's not super impressive. Like, there's no... How, how long is this highlight tape? Uh, I don't know. The one I watched was like three minutes. Um, <laughs> That's probably all the highlights. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, like uh, I was reading about it, too. That he doesn't make flashy plays. He's just always good at positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets in the right space to make the shots and look easy. Um, and my prediction is, watching Wolves for a year, they were like so fatigued towards the end. Like they just had no depth whatsoever. They looked like they didn't want to be out there. Yeah. Which I totally empathize with. Like they had been playing the longest <laughs> season ever. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I empathize because I don't want to be on this podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, we love it here. Uh, and my thought is, so when they sign this Fabio Silva guy, it'll be my prediction is that he will leave Wolves in goals this year. Wow. And, wow! and it's a, again a lot of things have to happen for this <laughs> to take place. As this Not is a hot take. But my reasoning is, uh, Wolves don't have a ton of depth, especially when on their attacking. Like they only have Raul Jimenez really, and then they bring in Traore. Late, uh, but they're probably going to need him to start this year now that Doherty's gone. Um, so my prediction is that Fabio Silva leaves Wolves and goals, and Raul Jimenez takes him under his wing. I hope that and especially Raul leaves too, because that's also a possibility. Yeah, and Doherty leaves. Yeah, I hope that's the case because I have him on my team, <laughs> so that'll do wonders I mean, for me. I think if if he leads the team in goals, then he's unquestionably worth this transfer fee, right? Sure. And that's yeah. that's most of the conversation around the signing right yeah. now is. You How much was the transfer fee again? Thirty-five million flat, I think. I'm sure. Yeah. With he had huge buyout costs too. Uh, Hundred ten, I said. Yeah, yeah, and Porto, I guess, had gone broke because of the, the pandemic. Like a lot of teams had done. Yeah, and they kind of just had to get them off. Um, yeah. And it seemed like a good time to Mendes. It's no yeah. seven hundred million dollar buyout fee, but you know, it's, it's, it sounds <laughs> yeah. solid. Yeah, and we just locked in Nuno for another three years, like I mentioned earlier. So I'm excited. It's a fun time. I do like Nuno a lot, yeah. so that's pretty solid. Yeah, I think you guys definitely depth. That will be key. Yeah. He will definitely get minutes because it seems like Nuno picks a team and he will give you minutes as mm. opposed to like five minute cameos all the way around. But yeah, I hope that pans out. Yeah. One more real question. What do you think of the Wolves new kid? I think we're on the same side here. I think it's kind of fresh. It's you really guys, good. You guys think it's gross. Amazing. I really uh, like which it. One? It's a, it, it has like the blue on it and. That's <laughs> such a bad description. <laughs> <laughs> it has blue post guy. The link, post the link in the, in, in the, in the episode. Yeah. Oh god! Oh, you guys can just Google it. It's the it's the third one. Black this one? No, no, next to it. The other that? blue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, it looks like um, 
it looks like a, a toner spill. You know, like something got caught in the printer. That's what it looks <laughs> like. That's kind of cool. You didn't see Easy Season 3? What is that? Is that, <laughs> is that TV show? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can't write that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I, didn't, I didn't see Easy Season 3. <laughs> <laughs> too busy unclogging the printer. <laughs> All right, Glow, well, it's your prediction. Yeah. Okay, so my first prediction for this season is Everton will break into the top six. Nope. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but... Hamas look good today. You look yeah. really good today. I don't know. I have some good feelings about it. They've made, like, some solid acquisition. Like, Carl is back with the gang. Oh. And it just, like, the squad... The midfield looks, like, pretty solid. Um, like, uh, what do they play with today? Um... James uh, Gomez and Elan. Um, and Decora. Yeah. yeah, so like looked really good today. So we just, uh, full disclosure, we're recording this after we watched the Spurs uh, Everton match. So I thought that it looked pretty, like it was pretty good signings. And I also, one thing that I think will actually be helpful to them is they're not in Europe. They're in a few competitions. So I think like that, like fewer games will actually be very helpful for them. And in terms, I also think there's going to be a ton of injuries. So... I don't know. I think they could really, really hit it to the top six this year. Mm-hmm. Have faith in Carlo. At the expense of what top six finisher uh, from last yeah. season? If you God. had to take your best. What was the last yeah. season? Last season both feels like yesterday and also eight years ago. <laughs> uh, okay, I know up to top four. Who was five and six, guys? So it was Leicester, who we, yeah. on the final match day, God, the boys might have done. Yeah, it was Leicester and, not Wolves, because uh, Wolves, Wolves and seven. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Leicester and Arsenal. Um, probably Arsenal, at the expense. Arsenal was not waiting. Six, bro. Oh, it was Spurs. No, no, no. Spurs. Spurs yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Spurs got six. Wolves I think at the expense yeah. of Spurs, probably. I would say. After, <laughs> after today, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mourinho looked grumpy. <laughs> uh, we missed the press conference, and I love me some Mourinho yeah. press conferences. But yeah, that's my hot take, and I can't wait for them to be 15th in December and be incredibly wrong. <laughs> I can see Tottenham falling out. <laughs> yeah, I think Tottenham so. are not a good I know that I am kind of like the chief anti-Tottenham officer of this friend group. <laughs> but, he really um, is. They're he just takes that role seriously. They're just not good. Like, and we saw last year they get a single injury to you know Harry Kane, like their most crucial player, and yeah. they don't have depth beyond him. They don't have another striker. So I'm saying, dude. Um, Mourinho was quite vocal about that. He's like, mm-hmm. I need a striker. Yeah. <laughs> pretty mm-hmm. recently. So, um, but here's my pushback to you on Everton. I think it's a interesting prediction. I think. You're right. I mean, they built a whole new team. They bought a fundamentally new midfield, and it's a really good midfield. But I think there is still very little beyond their starting 11, right? I think if they lose Allen or if they lose, um, you know, Richarlison or somebody like that, right? Like, then you have to go to the types of like Theo Walcott or Alex Awobi or. Tom Davies and these I mean, are not have, players that are performing. They have like three good people on the bench from today. Like I feel like Sigurdsson would still be a pretty solid shout. And I know he hasn't kicked off, but I'm optimistic about like Moisey Ken as like a backup for a couple of games as well. They're both players I like, but I mean Sigurdsson. I feel like we just remember his Swansea form, and I feel like he has not excelled since he's been at Everton. He had a fine season and okay season last. Year. I actually think he had a bad season last year, if I remember correctly. And uh, yeah, Moisey Kane, I like Moisey Kane a lot. I hope he comes good, but from last season's form, it's not somebody I can really rely on. 
Yeah, yeah. So we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> but I, I like Everton, so I hope. Yeah, I'm a, I'm optimistic about them. I think they have like potential to like push to it, or at least get uh, pretty close or finish seventh as they usually do. <laughs> and, and hey, Ancelotti's a great coach. He's a really good coach. Yeah. He's so, good. How good did Hamas look today? Man, silky smooth. Passing the. Man, just like to be that good at your job. You just, seem, you just seemed happy again. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just the smile Guys, on his face. Guys, he's finding his forever also, home. Also, a very handsome man. Oh, I agree. Beautiful guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Easy on the eyes. <laughs> Easy on the eyes, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Gosh. That goes without being said. I mean. yeah. He also has a wild amount of Twitter followers. I think he has more than most teams. Let's double check it. Yeah. There's a question we can answer. Who's the cutest Premier League team? <laughs> <laughs> He's got 18 million. All right. We, I, I think that's a question we should ruminate on. And then, <laughs> like, at the end, we can all give our answers on who the best-looking team on the Premier League is. I think they should. Like... If you're, like... <laughs> if you're the best-looking team, I think you should also get, like, a point, you know? Or, like, three points. <laughs> the team just signed a bunch of hot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Desperation. <laughs> 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 An emergency loan for Shiru. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a beautiful man. Also, great tattoos. Anyways, the, we truly have to say ventured onto the deep end. We'll be putting it badly. We'll just come back with uh, to, back to Julian. Ah, back to me. Okay. Uh, so, I was thinking about this transfers that have been made this summer into the Premier League. Um, and to me, you know, a lot of the most high-profile transfers, a.k.a. a lot of Chelsea's transfers, um, have come from the Bundesliga. Um, and I think it's kind of following a trend that we've seen recently and that a lot of high-profile transfers um, have come from that league. And that league is also, I think, staking its claim, especially if Messi leaves Barcelona to be the second best league in the world. It has some really kind of top teams with Bayern. That's my, that's my hot take, is that I think within a few years – we could be making a case for the Bundesliga as the second best okay. in the world. But this is a like but, season prediction. So no, we no, no, well, I, was, I got I got I got distracted there. No, 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 no. <laughs> keep going, keep going. So my prediction is that uh, and I wrote this down, is that this is gonna be the year of the Bundesliga in the Premier League. So the game is shifting to a more German mode of play in certain ways. You know, Klopp's mode of football is, is yeah. accepted. It's kind of gaining uh, acolytes throughout the game. Um, you see a lot of the kind of the most exciting young up and coming coaches, the Nagelsmanns of the world, they come from Germany. Um, and Klopp's model, you know, the high pressing, high fitness, kind of a pragmatic form of play with attacking fullbacks and, and wingers that contribute defensively is gaining acceptance. And, you know, you're seeing it being played in the championship even. It's kind of accessible for teams on various different levels. So I think it's going to suit the number of high-profile recent and not-so-recent signings that have come from the Bundesliga. I think a lot of the stars in the Prem this season. I think Pulisic is going to have a big year. I think Min Sun, who, don't forget, came from Leverkusen, is going to have a good year. Um, I think we're going to see big years from the new Arsenal, uh, I'm sorry, Chelsea signings, Havertz and Werner. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting kind of seeing whether or not that uh, German style of play can, can adjust, but I think it will. I'm... Um I hesitate to call it like a German style of play across the Prem, though, because I can just think of like Klopp as like, like one truly. But I think a lot of players, a lot of a lot of the coaching styles have kind of shifted in a way. There's you know a lot of the more successful teams. I think Chelsea plays in a way that they're signing attacking fullbacks now. I don't know how Chelsea now. plays them. <laughs> to Sultan Lampard as a coach just yet. I agree. I mean, I don't. 
think Lampard is a particularly experienced coach by any means, but I think that you see the style he's trying to build, right? And, you know, I saw it at Derby when he coached Derby, but here at Chelsea, right, he's he's trying to sign these fullbacks that will really kind of attack at the pitch, these real box-to-box midfielders that contribute but also get into um, get into the box. I mean, Mason Mount is somebody that Klopp has said he really likes mm-hmm. and, and would, you know, kind of be interested in buying if he weren't grossly overpriced. And I see Thiago, right, who's the one big player who's been linked with Liverpool this summer when they seem to have somehow no money to spend. Um, I don't buy that. I don't buy that they don't have money. <laughs> well, they haven't done it yet. It seems like they're waiting for uh, But, yeah, I would say that what's been exciting about the Prem is actually we're getting a lot of, like, really exciting coaching talent. Like, a lot of, like, really well thought. Like, I mean, obviously you have, like, the clubs, the peps. I think German footy is really have... exciting, personally. I oh, I agree. Um, but then you're also getting my favorite... Bielsa, so like, who is like oh, the biggest influence on all Bielsa. those? Guys. Your favorite manager's favorite manager. Oh, I hate Bielsa. But anyway, he, oh, because of Leeds, yeah, Just purely, Leeds. purely because of the association. Spied on us. He's a principal. <laughs> he's a principal man. Yeah. <laughs> Stood outside our training ground. Said the man with binoculars. Like oh my god! It is. Come on. It's. Get over it. Yeah, I'll never get the incarnate. Yeah, it was just, no wrong. It was a sneaky snake. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's my prediction: is watch the Bundesliga boys. Nice. Yeah, I would love to see Sancho. I don't think. I think. I think next year United get him. I think yeah, he I don't think he's clutches this year. Um, yeah, should have gotten him this year. I agree. That's so much money. It was a mistake. It is a lot of coins. Yeah, but <laughs> you, have it. you guys are loaded. More. They're just uh, are we though? Yeah, of course. I'd rather snatch up. Pomicano type. Are you okay? Are you gonna get his Pomicano? Not probably <laughs> next year either. Probably next year. He's he's, he's delightful. So good. Did he? So he had his debut for France over the whatever international break game situation. Mm. Uh, I think did he score? Or did he have an assist? I don't know. Something absurd happened. Have France still not capped the pot? Is that still something they haven't done? I would be shocked to find that out. No, like Deschamps hates him. Oh, yeah. Did you? But it's like, this is like an arguably top 10 center back in the world, you know? I mean, yeah. if like eight of those are coming from France. <laughs> just... It's true. Yeah. Poor him, yeah. TD. Damn, he was so. uh, You hate to see it. Man. It's so promising. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who, who started for France at the back in this, uh, in this most cut? recent uh, international matchup? Well, it sounds like Upamakano played. Upamakano did. Varan. Rafa. It's crazy that he's only 27. He seems, for everything yeah. he's won, he seems like he should be It's so sad 35. that the, that Champions League match uh, happened so long because I want to talk about how horrible Varane's performance was. Against it was really City. bad. I've not seen a worse centre-back performance yeah, in a long time. Okay, maybe not. Maybe but, Robin um, Cox's performance yesterday. <laughs> 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 made like four mistakes. That sparked joy for Julian. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Does this spark joy? <laughs> Anyways. If it makes Bielsa plans his... the wingbacks for France? Not to get in this rabbit hole. No, let's, get, let's get into <laughs> it. Keep this going. Let's get into it. For France, let's see. Um, um, okay, so they had Upamecano. They, they had the Langley. Yeah. Hernandez. Uh, oh, they had Sissoko. Oh, yeah, they have the... Langley. Yeah. He's so good. He is so good. And he's so young. He's, what, like 23, 24? And obviously had Kante. They, they played they in had... Zanzi? I mean, Pogba had the Rona. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they <laughs> have Ferran Mendy. That's right. <laughs> Uh, who's also delightful. He could be really good this year. How long until until Mbappe is the best player in the world? Like two seasons. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Like Messi moves, he makes his move. 
Um, Mbappe makes his big move, takes like a season or two to get in. Five years from now, who do you guys think are going to be the three best players in the world? Fabio Silva. <laughs> <laughs> um, not the best. I think what I'm actually, what I would predict is like a potential flop. Um, who's the delightful kid on Atleti? Yeah. Felix. I, he's yeah. good. He's, he's a really good player. I know he's He's a really nasty player. Oh, he's so good. I actually, I've I, noticed, I kind of wanted to talk about him. Yeah, let's, okay. talk, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. What's his name? What's his name? I mean, the last time we all saw him, I I didn't watch much League, Nations League. I'm sorry to say, He's so good. but um, just that that energy he brought off the bench in that last Champions League game against Leipzig. Oh, Twenty? How? What is it? Twenty-one? Stepping up to take that spot kick, man, dude. This guy's the real <laughs> deal. I know he he didn't. Maybe he didn't sparkle last season uh, in his no, debut. No, he definitely did not sparkle. But last uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, no, he's I'm, incredibly I'm young. He was hurt for much of it. Yeah, I mean, he's incredibly young and all that. My point is, I'm not questioning his talent because obviously, very abundant. But I'm not exactly sure if um, Diego Simeone might be the best coach to bring that um, out of him. So I think that's yeah. I don't know. Sure. Simeone has cultivated some pretty good strikers throughout his time at. at uh, Atletico, that's like their thing, right? Like they brought out um, Aguero. They brought out so many. I'm blanking on Morata, Diego Costa, but even you know yeah. Falcao, like all these terrific strikers. Did you put Griezmann in there? No. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, Griezmann I mean, was a good player. Associate yeah. died, but like yeah, still. Yeah, he made his move. So, and Atletico is in line for some high-profile departures, man. I think Diego Costa could shuffle yeah. off Correa. Never know. Uh, Thomas Partey would be a good signing for just about any club, man. Arsenal. Yep. Mm. Be an excellent signing. They should sign Alwar. He's a great player. Mm. All right, your prediction yeah. turns on to. Sure. Yeah. Um, phew, which one to choose? Oh, I, I think uh, we could open up the the Barcelona conversation. Uh, oh we? yes. Um, Let's Coleman. get that Pandora box. I really going. don't know. I'm like hesitant to make a prediction, but yeah, for the fun of it, I say Fired he's by Christmas. Do... <laughs> I say he's going to do a fantastic job, actually. Obviously, this is the job he's wanted for a while. I think he's the hard line stance. I, I don't know. I, Suarez also intrigues me. If the Juventus link is extremely Seems um, I've gone a little I think it's compelling. Yeah, I mean, Iguain off to America. Oh, <laughs> he's coming yes. Stateside. He's uh, coming to join his brother. Which, his brother's at DC United. Yeah, I very obviously, I'm, I'm a bit conflicted on Iguain. But anyway, yeah. Uh, how do you think he'll deal with American portions? <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare matchup. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to meet a defender he's yeah. never been able to get past before. Like a duck to water. Um, but no, I think... What uh, is this chicken fried steak? <laughs> Can you know the Dutch, the Dutch invasion to Barcelona? The, Memphis. Bring mm-hmm. Memphis to Barca. Let Memphis and, uh, discover. By I mean, they got to let him go because yeah. he has like one more year left on his contract, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think, and then you can pair him with... Frankie up there pulling the strings. We want um, Van Dyke. Pedri, Pedri, this new signing, some Dude, promise. I think Coleman, Coleman could, he could get it going. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back That's him. That's a really good I'm shot. Back him for now. Barcelona legend, man. His stature at the club. Here's the thing: there needs to be a wholesale clear out behind the scenes of that club. Barcelona needs to be gone. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, I, I mean, you're seeing signs of. But that, encouraging signs. There needs to be like a wholesale clear out of the team as well. Like you know, the team needs to. Sure. I mean, what do you do about somebody like Busquets? Like, that's a question. Right? Like, Busquets I mean, not, is not good enough yeah, to keep starting. I don't think for that he's team. really in Coleman's. 
Yeah, but I think you can use him to like. He's still such a useful like presence to have. Yeah, but like, just an like, outsized <sighs> an outsized presence in the locker room. Like he's not playing. I don't know. Teams like that are so difficult to manage. There's yeah. so many of huge course. egos. Yeah. I don't envy that job, but yeah. it's that's what you need. You need like a legend, you know, like somebody like yeah, who walks dude. in. Ole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, need the, Love it. you need the elves to return yeah. from Isengard. <laughs> but to that's when the Ole comes though. back. <laughs> the hobbits, not the elves. Scary Bilbo and <laughs> Scary Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> Ole after two years. Angry <laughs> Yeah. Um, to up on your prediction a bit, though, I do think. Uh, I'm hopeful and I'm really optimistic that he will get the best out of uh, Usman Dembele. Oh, yes. I really want him to have the season that I've been waiting for him to have for three years now, I think. <laughs> who's, who's a player that you guys all really want to come good this year? Like, I would probably say mine is also Usman mm. Dembele. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's just like right there and he doesn't get consistent minutes. And I think with the departure of Suarez as well, I think he becomes a more integral part of that front. He already has like a good relationship so gonna play up with Griezmann. Man, it's fitness, man. It's... And then like, oh, hopefully so, yeah. he has less injuries or no injuries, knock on wood for yeah. the kid, but he has such great potential. Yeah. Come good. Mine, I'm going to give a shout out to Luca Romero. Mallorca, the youngest ever player <laughs> to make his senior debut in La Liga last year at the age of 15. Wow. This Damn, guy. he cleared out so, Fati. Oh, I want this, Fati was I want this man to uh, become a household name by the end of the... You know who's going to have a big year this year? year? Odegaard. Yep. Great shot. 15-year-old. He's already had a big oh, season. Alfonso uh, Davies is already arguably the best left back in the world. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, he has a Champions League. I think he's doing well. The first time I saw him was when there was a tweet that was like the real black on black crime. Yes. Is <laughs> <laughs> Davies on? I forget who it was against. It was the Barca. I forget. Barca right back, but it was the Semedo probably. Yeah. yeah. Megan. Yeah, that that was really true black and black crime. <laughs> 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 like, that's the one we should be policing. <laughs> so you already think he's so again coming with. Little uh, experience following soccer. Like, he's 19. He's already, like, established as being... He's definitely in top 10. Uh, Alonzo Davies. Top top 10 left backs or top 10 in the world? In the world. Players? No, left backs. I think he's top two. I think it's him and Andy Robertson are the only two in the conversation right now. I don't know. Who else else would you put up I'm trying to rack my brain right now. But, like, I would... I mean, he would definitely be in my top 10. Ben Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about a little goblin, dude. Runs down the left. All right, just She's nowhere near that. Movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, Once the combo gets down to, Davies is like a brilliant attacker. He's so good, Jesus. He, man. he physically nobody can keep up with him. He's incredibly intelligent. Like he's just a good player. It's he's just, so young. Yes, yeah. so God, he's so good. It's like listening to. Actually, I wasn't listening. I was talking to someone who um, was like involved in like those like organizing that move from MLS to thing and it was just like getting a little bit of an insight into the way Bayern recruits and it's so much better <laughs> and then like the research that they do on their player and they try to make them like have a home mm-hmm. and mention like oh we know you like I don't know like for instance like this kind of food like these are the kind of spaces you can go to this is like the place we found you and actually try to rehome their players that's mad impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of black hole in the Bundesliga, right? Like they, I was reading an article recently about how they can 
they've convinced like the number of players they've convinced to just run down their contracts at a place like Dortmund, for instance, and then just join on a free. Like they, it's just like. We're, the Le- Leroy their... Sané signing is such a good signing. So good. Yeah. I can't believe City let him go. I guess he won it. How much did he go for? Like 40-something. That's insane. It is stupid. Yeah. I mean, the year off. You want to hear a crazy shout-out? I think, I think Leroy Sané could one day win the Ballon d'Or. That's a crazy mm-hmm. shout for me, but I think it's, I think it's possible. I want to see what scenes yeah, that he has yeah, before. I, I love me some Leroy Sané. Do Great player. I'm glad he got to miss out on the tobacco that was the German national team in the last World Cup. He's such a dynamic player. So great. I mean, the city really suffered without him yeah. last year. I, I mean, I guess Maris is his replacement. Or well, I don't know. He's not as good. but I mean, Ferran Torres now as well. Who <laughs> probably the happiest person in the world that Messi isn't coming. Is <laughs> Ferran Torres. <laughs> <laughs> Gets to play mm. a few maps. Oh, then it's All right, Wes, I think it's your turn. So my take is so I have, I have a few takes. I have a question <laughs> before my take. What is the outside rule? <laughs> what did the VAR change this year? It's t-shirt line. What if you wear what long sleeves? <laughs> you wear long sleeves. Where does the handball situation end? Uh, never begins. Um, so do you think Leeds could potentially get a top 10 finish? That's a take in itself. That's the reaction I wanted. That's my take. Tasty one. Yeah. My tasty take. That is tasty. (laughs) I I don't think they will. It's a titillating. (laughs) Okay. What what do you think they want? I mean, you watch a lot of the championship, so this would be... Leeds are are weak mentality-wise, right? Like, that's their whole thing. It's always been their thing. Uh, It's why they didn't go up. The season that we knocked them out in the playoffs, like they just, they bottle it, right? They bottle it every season. It was, it's taken like 15 years for them to come back up to the prem. So I don't know. Bielsa has done a lot for them mentality wise, but there is still kind of this inherent thing in Leeds DNA to shit the bed that <laughs> Derby also has in ours. So I, I get it. I recognize it. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I think that they made some interesting signings um, that could come good, but that are also kind of high risk. Like, Rodrigo has, like, not been that great recently, it feels like. Um, feels like yeah. his, his, his stats. His start was not good. Uh, yes. So, f- follow-up question then to that. So, I just, what, is, yeah. what does the Liverpool game tell you? Is it the Liverpool, Liverpool game tells me that, that Leeds is a big club that will step up. Right, like Leeds are a Premier League team. Like they should be in the Prem. I hope they stay up because, like, that's a better team to have in the yeah. Prem than like West Brom. You know, like that's a it's a real Premier League team. I I don't think that they have the quality. I don't think they have the refinement. Um, but I think that they're a young team. I think that they're uh, an aggressive team. And I think they're an attacking team. So I think they'll be fun to watch. I think that they will win games. I think that they will stay up. I don't think they'll make top ten. Surely they're one of the teams that will suffer the most due to the lack of home support as well. For sure, yeah. um, Island Road is yeah. a fortress. What, what's your take on their on their defense? Are they is that a weakness? So it is a weakness. So they had Ben I feel White. Like that is a they, huge yeah. influence on like whether they you know how much noise they make. So it's a weakness and it's a strength, right? I mean, they have some good uh, defenders. I actually want to see the team that they played yesterday. So I know that they have players like they have. Um, 
Luke Ayling and Stuart Dallas, right, who are really good fullbacks who are pretty important to them. Mm -hmm. um, those guys are, are attacking fullbacks. They're, and the whole thing about Leeds is that they're fit, right? Bielsa always works his players so hard to get them into such good shape so that they can run in the 90th minute. They can keep chasing you down. They can keep pressing, which almost every season with Bielsa leads to them flaming out in February or March because they yep. run out of energy and they can't keep playing. It'll be interesting to see if they have enough depth to kind of uh, accommodate that, if they can keep pressing. But uh, defense-wise, they lost Ben White, right? So Ben White, they had on loan last season. And just Brighton has this amazing kind of core of center backs in their club. They have uh, Dunk, who's the star. They have Webster, who's great. They had Duffy, who's a really solid center I'm back. Duffy. They, they, sold him. They, they loaned him out to Celtic. <laughs> But they have Ben White, right? Who's going to be a? He's going to play for England. He's going to be a forty, fifty million pound signing at some point. This guy is a really good, young, talented center back who can play the ball. Um, and they lost him, and they didn't get him back. And they got this guy Robin Cock from some German team. I'm not sure which one. Who was terrible yesterday? So I'm sure he'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be better than that in other games. Um, the end. <laughs> but he he was bad. Um, nice hair though. Nice hair. So in any case, they have a good defense. Uh, I don't know how much depth they have in defense. They've always kind of had this one talisman. They had Pontus Janssen before, and they sold him. Um, but I don't know. I think they're they're okay. I want to see who they started alongside. <laughs> be a fun ride. But it was terrible. Yeah, it would definitely be a fun ride. I'm very excited to watch Bielsa football because looks like when it works, it's oh, a dream. But when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work. <laughs> so that's quite exciting. I think this was like a stroke of yeah. yeah, but I do have one more big Calvin prediction. Phillips, great player. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. Great player, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. On the record, Calvin record. Phillips, great player. Yeah, slight overrated by Leeds fans, but a good player. Probably, yeah. I like it. All right. All Leeds fans, please find him. He's somewhere <laughs> on the Instawebs, all the Twitters. That's right. All right. Um, my other take is uh, venturing out of the Prem. I think Inter might win Syria. It's, I, okay, here's the thing. I was torn between this and Antonio Conte will be fired by December. <laughs> so, That's more likely. <laughs> so I really think it goes both ways. Um, so it doesn't seem, there's been like some talks with uh, Lautaro Martinez and uh, Barca, but I also don't think Barca have any coins to spend on that. So I think if they get to stay, they get to keep him. Uh, Lukaku, fantastic season last year. And I think, I don't see why he won't be able to repeat it. And the other bit is really, I think it might, what might help them mount a, like a serious title challenge. So they did have it up until lockdown and then came back and they were absolute shit. But beyond that, I think they will be helped by the fact that I do not at all trust Juventus. Like Pirlo is just... I just so unproven. Yeah, if there's gonna be a time where, you, like, yeah, last year, like, it was pretty close for a bit until lockdown, but then this year, like, I just don't have faith in Prillo. And I think by the time Juventus sorts itself out, if Inter are like strategic, they could like really have like a significant lead. They should have made Ronaldo player manager. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did coach that one Euros coach uh, Portugal off the That's bench right. to beat France. I was very sad. That was absurd. Yeah. <laughs> it made me so angry. Did some of the stuff Ronaldo did? Don't that. Oh. 
<laughs> spoken as a true sarista. Well, you have um, no faith in pure law. I yeah, I do not. Yeah, I do not. I am again. I'm still Team Justice for sorry, man. <laughs> Sign my petition. <laughs> let the man smoke. <laughs> One let, let the man smoke. It's his, oh yeah. Actually, please don't smoke that much. I worry about his health. But generally, he's such just like a brilliant football mind, and he's so. I feel like he also gets punished for being anti-establishment. He just keeps winning trophies and getting fired. Like, what's that all about? You know, it's too much of a working man's hero. Yeah, this was not the right match for him. The, the yeah. left will never succeed. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's a Barney Sanders type of guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> he's a Corbinite. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's a two-horse race this season, right? I mean, Napoli have kind of. They're selling everyone or have sold a lot of players. Buy or sell. And uh, Milik leaves. Yeah. And you make a copy. Or you I thought he... Tottenham should cop. Uh, Daniel Levy, it's going to take five years to negotiate that. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, I think Inter are a good team. I think Lukaku is just such a terrific player. He's so good. And Lautaro is so good. Yeah. And then Sanchez was getting well, like pretty good until he got like some injury. But so, he signed, right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he signed. Full fledged. Full fledged. So that's good. I mean, one of the the prime acquisitions that didn't work out is uh, Ericsson because I think Conte is yeah. putting him out. Well. Oh, and I think Perisic is coming back. Yes. Yeah. yeah Conte doesn't not. like him, but like he can. You he will have a good option to he use. He seems like such a Conte esque player. It's interesting. To me. Mm-hmm. Is Alexis United's worst ever signing? In would, recent would, memory? I would argue it, yeah. yeah. In recent yeah. memory, absolutely. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Just in, in terms of like the damage to the weight structure as well. Like, it's God, so bad. It's like a fucking... It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. a rogue wave that travels through <laughs> the club. It's like, here comes somebody on like 450,000 pounds a week. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. It's just peak Mourinho, man. God, Wow. Anyway. Those are dark, dark days. <laughs> I'm glad you're no longer there. Inter tried to sell us Parasitch for like 60 million pounds. <laughs> like, it would have been better than... And we seriously considered it as the worst part. Byron got him for what? Eight? Got him for like half a season loan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely absurd. Yeah. But yeah. Mistake for me. All right. So before we move into silent asides, any lingering hot takes? I have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the next Premier League player? Because, okay. Background. Julian showed me this video the other day of the rapper Dave performing Tiago Silva live at Glastonbury, and he brings on this kid to rap the entire song. And the kid raps the entire song, it got me thinking. Tiago Silva has a Dave song named after him. Who's the next Premier League player to get a rap song by Dave named after them? My pick, Pierre Enrique. Oh, oh, that's the be name that immediately came Yo, Pierre, <laughs> you're gonna come out here. Yo, Pierre, <laughs> you're, you're gonna come out here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aubameyang is just like it, it like it, it rhymes so much. My team name, Aubameyang gang. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Gucci gang, Aubameyang gang. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was you and I, Wes, that were talking about it, that one one of these. Or was it you and I, Santu, about a big brand sponsoring? One of these kits, like yeah. Gucci, Gucci is. <laughs> yes. Spot. Think oh. of how much that kit would sell. Oh my god, dude! Oh, my imagine god. if like Chelsea got a kit that was sponsored by like Prada. Did you see the new Venice ones? They look. Oh like no! Gucci. They look so. Oh, Versace. Like a good. That would be. Could you imagine how cool that would be? Yeah. Oh, I, can you this imagine is, how? Ma- this is the text on Venezia. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Venezia season three. Mm. 
Season four. Is that a TV show? But I don't know. Obama gets pretty hot to beat. Obama, I think I think that's the pick. The other one I I was potentially thinking about was Mosala. Like, because that's another. Thing. I think Deli Ali. Deli Ali. Uh, Deli just... Ali is so boring, you guys. God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Taylor. Did you watch? The <laughs> Did you watch the All or Nothing where he's like, when you guys brush your teeth, do you put the water on the toothbrush before? Okay, that's, that's <laughs> such a good question, though. Like, do you? It's such a weird question. No, it's not. Like, we had, the internet went in a row about the color <laughs> of a dress one time. I feel like that's not unreasonable. <laughs> or, like, do you wash your legs in the shower? No, I'm defending Delia Leonis. I actually don't wash my legs in the shower. You an animal? Like, what's up with that? Like, do you lather up your legs? Yes. I have a loofah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's part of my body. The soapy water just trickles down on you. The water that comes from the Trickle top of my like body. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Everyone water... knows it works. Dude, the water that comes from like the upper part of your body is dirty. It's like, not it's... that dirty. I mean, like, the first round, sure, but there's numerous <laughs> waves. I mean, like, Think about it. I'm not shakes. hopping in for 10 seconds, you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if I can trust you. I'm allowed one coating of water today. <laughs> okay, this strictly rational. This our point. We just had a very similar conversation. You cannot use it as a point that Delaney is born. Yeah, I resented. Right. I resented that conversation. <laughs> I resented every moment of it. But do you wash your legs in the shower, Santi? After it's the silence of a man who doesn't. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm not guilty. Times are I, tough. <laughs> after a nice game of footy on a grass pitch, I get pretty <laughs> dirty on the legs. I slide around, dude. I'm, well, okay, yeah, I'm two like, footing people left and right, and then I, I it's an active scrub. But usually, I would say actually no. That's right. I, I don't under. I, I truly don't sure, get it. It's if just I like go for a hike and like there's mud all over my legs. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna get in there. <laughs> I'm gonna get involved. But, it's like uh, when you wash your hands, though, like you don't just wash your hands when there's like an active like spot of mud on your hand. You know, you just gotta wash your entire body sure hands are and like calves are very different parts of your body I think. <laughs> render them both equal i think it's a false equivalence not really just very, like, very much Fauci didn't tell me to wash my calves yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> the second Fauci told me yeah. tells me to lather up my hamstrings <laughs> i'm there but i need it from the nih <laughs> All right. Um, as a reminder, we are a football podcast. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with some sidelines aside. Welcome back to Sidelines Aside. This is a segment on the pod where we answer a general nonsense questions. And today we actually have two. Um, the first bit introduced earlier in the pod Somehow we ended up on the cutest team in the Prem and how we think they deserve like three points <laughs> in addition. <laughs> That's another metric we should add on. Uh, but yeah, so who's a, what's the cutest team in the Prem? I just want to make it very clear. Oh, maybe should we just do the entire in Europe? Yeah, let's not limit ourselves, you know? Change. My pick does not change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not limiting ourselves, you know? Let's, let's venture. All right. Let's go forth, I'm afraid. Yeah. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but Hamas, Hamas Rodriguez is the cutest player in the prep. Have you ever gotten lost in Jesus Navas's eyes? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very simple question that I have for you. Have you never woken up in a cold sweat wondering how you're still stuck in I, his I, steely I, I, gaze? I want to reiterate, Hamas Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> He's the cutest player, Everton's the cutest team. Everton's, <laughs> it's true. I mean, let's talk about Everton for a second. They have... 
Um, There's so much recency bias here. It's <laughs> absurd. No, they have Andre Gomez, who is a good-looking man. That's a good-looking guy. What about Richardson? I say no. I say that's <laughs> <laughs> but they have Calvert-Lewin, who's kind of good-looking. He's got his thing going on. Theo uh, Walcott. This, is this hair situation, then yeah. Theo Walcott's kind of so, a hunk. Let's be honest. <laughs> Michael Keane, Seamus Coleman. Hunk? No. Those are, those are good working class boys. They're not, <laughs> they're not oh, we're so good. Lucas Digne, kind of a you know funky French thing going on. I can do this for the whole team. Lucas. <laughs> oh, we're, right. we're just going to move on. From <laughs> Please cut all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to keep naming rosters. <laughs> I don't know. On, in the prime, um, I don't know if there's a good case for Chelsea. I think Chelsea. You don't. Yeah. You just like the bump you get from Olivier Giroud is just immeasurable. You show, know. Show well, cutie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, they're defend. Marcus Alonso. I think for a burger, he is hot. I think they also a bad boy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tammy Abraham. They have Hudson Odoi. Like all like good. And oh, they also got William favorite fraud no, since Villani's left. Oh. Jesus. Arsenal, really Arsenal kind of a hot team. Yeah. Uh, they have Bellerin. Beyond that, it's... Uh... That movie is a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't separate him from his defensive deficiencies. <laughs> can't separate the man from the work. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird question, guys. They are so strange. <laughs> We're terribly sorry. Everton can win it, and Ancelotti can get it too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cutest manager. Ancelotti. No, Arteta for sure. Arteta's hottest manager. Oh, <laughs> so good. Cutest manager, Ancelotti. No, I want to just roll him up into a ball, you know, and uh, rub his belly. He also is cute in like an old man way. No, he also is kind of saggy. You know? He looks like a toad. Yeah, a little <laughs> wouldn't call like, it a toad. No a little, really I definitely wouldn't kiss a toad. That's how he becomes um, a prince. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Just, okay. All right. Who else is in the cute? Sorry's kind of cute. Weasel's kind of smelly. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a, that's a smoking. You know. yeah, yeah. Oh, Pirlo. Pirlo is like... I think yeah. he goes in the I've, hot category. I, absolutely hot. Lampard probably slaves as well. Scott Parker. Uh, Yuri Klopp definitely is very good looking. Uh, he just looks like a mad scientist to me. You know? I'm just like, he looks like a Bond villain sometimes. Some people but, like that. It's <laughs> like, you know what? We don't discriminate. You, you, you do you. Nah, I feel that. Pep, uh, dark, pretty solid. Dark horse, Brendan Rodgers can get it. Ah, that's a good shout. No, it's not. It's, not it's a, a pretty good solid shout. shout. I, I'm agreeing with you. Well, I don't want you to agree with me. You're not <laughs> a good-looking man. All right, let's move on to the other silly question. <laughs> what was the other silly question? It, it gets better. Well, I'm taking hindsight. Was kind of a silly question. <laughs> 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 okay so, alright so the next question is which player would you want to fight for you in a live combat a combat by trial yeah I'll go first go first Nigel Dion baby practice karate kick need I say anything else okay no then <laughs> Pepe Nicola yeah. Pepe no, Pepe. Oh, Portuguese, oh Portuguese, Portugal Pepe. Pepe. Oh, yeah. yeah. He will he's, oh, he will fight so dirty, he'll poke the opponent in the eyes and then kick him in the, in the nuts, and he'll win. Ooh. And he'll piss you off while doing it, too. Would you prefer a Pepe or a Diego Costa? Not Diego Costa. Why? 
that is hard, you know? Like, <laughs> it goes hard. I don't, I don't yeah, trust. like physically. Yeah. Like, the guy's so, and the other still just trying to get in your, yeah. in your brain. He's a little weasel, dude. Just That's trying to be annoying, but Pepe is actually a threat. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch out. Yeah. Manabi Mansukish was the one that popped in my head. Oh. This guy. Big guy. With, uh, yeah, long. Strikes me as someone who bite. Like, <laughs> did, like a viper. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. We could have taken Manzukic. Where you at? Uh, Silva. Fictitious. Soccer player in the show Ted Lasso. Um, this is your classic bad boy. I also just yeah, I don't know enough bad boys in real in real practice. The other Roy Keane. Is the other Roy Keane dirty? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, we'll just you know, you know Erling Holland, the striker for Dortmund? Mm -hmm. He Roy Keane ended Holland's father's career. Put his knee he put his studs through his knee. Is it possible Holland's on a revenge tour right now? Yes. <laughs> Is that why he didn't Watch join Man United? United? Probably. <laughs> That's why he calls us Men United. It's actually, I'm sorry. a plot of Creed too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we've yeah. It's time to end this. <laughs> but once again, I want to thank you guys for joining me today, and I'm excited to track against. We'll be back to review how wrong we are. Maybe there'll be a prize for one person who gets like one prediction. Yes. I know that's a pretty solid What's goal. The prize? It's a must. Yeah, right? Well, uh, thank you, Santi. Thank you, Goa. Thank you, Wes. Thanks, Goa. Uh, thank you, Julian, too. You're so very welcome. <laughs>